and welcome to another episode of the Miles Offside podcast where we talk a little bit of football and a whole lot of nothing. My name is Chuck Bailey and joining me as ever, super producer Ian Stimson and live via satellite from Rwanda, Mr Adam Pritchard. Gentlemen, how are you? It's just nice to be let out of the cupboard, really. <laughs> yeah. You know. I didn't. I didn't want to respond because I wanted Adam to take it, and then I realised he might be doing like, "Oh, I'm on a delay." <laughs> he is. He is on a delay. Yeah. Um, we're glad he's only been allowed twenty minutes, um, so this is going to have to be a brief one. I believe. Yeah, there this are was my one people. phone call. I'm not really sure I'm getting the best use out of it, but well, <laughs> what are we going to do with it? Come on, for listen, content. Your sacrifice is noted. <laughs> Excellently. Uh, how how are things there? I'm going to keep it going. How how are things over there? Are your captors treating you well? Yeah, I mean, the the kind of transition was surprisingly quick. I guess, you know, Ian's in the uh, halls of Tory power, so they obviously kind of got me out of the country as quickly as mm. possible and into the uh, into the least horrendous conditions. Um, yeah. So, yeah. You were very forward in, in making sure he was extradited most most promptly, Ian, when we were at Especially the Especially when he turned very... up at the airport and pointed saying, yes, that's him. That's the that one, now. yeah. <laughs> the bastard. Really upset him. Um, I, I just don't think know. once you've made the decision to leave the country, that's it. Just, you know, <laughs> just go to Rwanda, obviously. <laughs> Directly to Rwanda, do not pass go, do not collect any benefits. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a Tory. Right? Okay. I, I mean, I, I, I'm so torn between playing up to this character and then realising that I, I hate myself internally so much. I, I, I'm not a Tory. <laughs> It's just my voting record that shows it. I've never, ever voted Tory for the record. Uh, Mm -hmm. Or for Brexit, Michelle. Drop it, will you? Never. All that control. Uh, You're enjoying it. Well, uh, yeah, we're here again. Football. Um, Football's been happening. Uh, Peterborough, do you want to talk about Peterborough this week? I do. Oh, go on then. Thank you. You're Uh, welcome. We are are fifth. Um, Ooh. Darren Ferguson, never doubted him, ever. Don't delete all those episodes previously where I said it was mental. Um, Bad idea. Yeah. uh, uh, Prince of the Playoffs, uh, (laughs) Lord of London Road, uh, Wizard of the Western Homes (laughs) Stadium. Uh, I can't think of any more alliteration quickly. Um, But, yeah, uh, we're into fifth and uh, we are looking good for the playoffs. What are the 5.38? Let's live do that. It's a fun thing to do, isn't it? Um, 16% to get promoted. Okay, we we won't talk about that. 70% to get into the playoffs, though, (laughs) which is the the best they all want for. (laughs) The trip to Wembley. Oh, God. You know, I know exactly what's going to happen here. We're going to somehow get through the semi-final and it's going to be Peterborough Bolton in the final and me and Tom Townley are going to go and then he's just going to literally urinate on my face uh, when Bolton Mm. beat us 5-0 as they did in the league earlier this season. Uh, Oh, man. So is it worse to get into the playoffs and then not get promoted after a Wembley, I don't know what I want. I think I'd rather not get in, to be honest. Don't get your expectations up, and then you can't be disappointed. Yeah, that's the that's the main thing, isn't <sighs> that, it? That's the spirit. <laughs> now, that, now that we're back to three British men being on the pod, negatives. We started off so joyful. Yay! Oh, you're getting <laughs> shat on. Um, who did you play this week? Um, well, we've had the wins over Easter, and I can't remember oh. who, because they're all just... Uh, who are they? No, Well, we beat Derby while we were in America, didn't we? Who did we... Uh... Listen, you've been dining out on that for a week now. Who did you play oh, this week? I know. Anyone? 
Uh, who do we uh, we beat uh, Exeter three yeah. one uh, yesterday? Uh, oh shit! I just did what I hate on uh, <laughs> Easter Monday. I've become everything I hate. We beat Shrewsbury three uh, nil on Good Friday, um, and uh, it was good. And uh, he saw that it was good. Um, but yes, yeah, so now now we're firmly ensconced in the playoffs, uh, in the playoff places. Although there's a lot of teams still. Yeah. Lo, Darren Ferguson hath, hath risen. <laughs> yeah. Um, Darren Ferguson came back three times. Jesus, only once. <laughs> idiot. Think on that, Christians. I think it's... Yeah. See, also, Exeter, I hardly knew her. Um, that's enough of that League One chat. Um, championship, well, I guess the news, we could do news. Um, do, yeah. do you want to press the button? Uh, I've got a button. Yeah, go on. Um, only story, Burnley are promoted. Um, we all know. <laughs> Go on. Oh, they're better than they are to be. See, that's um, Chuck's voice on the Burnley of the Week sting. People. Feel, is it? Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? Um, yeah, they've amassed 90 points. I believe there's still about six games left to play, um, projected for, for 102. Um, and, and obviously over it's 99% lot, to win. It's a lot. Show off. Uh, Vinnie Company. I mean, this is the problem, right? And we're the real victims here. What happens when Burnley come back into the Premier League and they're like just like an actual good team? Question mark. Don't know if we have to worry about that. Do you to not? be honest, no. I mean, this this tends to happen. Like, I can't remember. I don't have the exact stats in front of me, but how we've I've seen never quite a few us. times. Well, exactly. And facts are, you know, opinions. Um, <laughs> like a lot of the time, clubs can absolutely burn through the championship and then they come into the league and they really struggle mainly with squad depth uh and see also league one and the championship exactly yeah and uh and this is not to kind of put uh any dampeners on burnley or vincent company's achievements because i think he's done quite a good job there obviously but mm. yeah i i would suspect they'll probably struggle a bit next year so negative I, i've only heard anything but positivity coming from uh Burnley, as you would, being promoted so early, and uh, mm, absolutely seen... smashing it. Nah, they're shy. Um, yeah. I, I, yeah, I get what you mean. I mean, we'll, we'll see. It's it's one thing to get uh, relegated as Burnley, who were previously such a stalwart of Premier League, well, literally overachievement sludge. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll see. I I really like Company, and I think he's obviously likely to have more interesting managerial and tactical ideas than uh, Deich ever did. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I, I totally get what you're saying, especially with Burnley's uh, financials mm. as they are. We we will see how they do. God, the imagine if imagine if Deich's Everton get relegated so that companies Burnley could rise. <laughs> Handshake on the way. Handshake on the way. <laughs> see you oh, later. Dear. Yeah, that could be that could be good stuff. Mm. I mean, it's also looking a little bit further down the table. Sheffield United um, are currently 95% to get promoted. Um, and then the, our most likely playoff uh, teams are Luton, Middlesbrough, Millwall. No one needs that. No one. Blackburn, Norwich and Preston are kind of the teams that make up over 20%. Um, so, you know, we're getting a couple of teams that we've seen before in recent history. Um, definitely don't want Millwall. Maybe oh. we can get Black Blackburn or Luton. Luton up for the for the first time. I'd quite no? want Middlesbrough to be honest. I think they've got um, an ex. Uh, there's always an Arsenal angle. They've got an ex Arsenal youngster, Tuba Akpom, who's 
kind of struggled to break through into like first team football in that kind of initial period of his career. And he, I think he's like 27 now and he scored 26 goals for Middlesbrough. So he's like, maybe it's a case of he's found his level, but, uh, but no, I think he's been, yeah. he seems to be doing quite well. Found his level at 27. Yeah, yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're all trying, okay? Um, no, I want Kenilworth Road in the Premier League. Yes. I want people to have to walk through people's houses <laughs> to get into yes. stands. And that's what we want. Um, so, yeah, that's League One Championship. Tick, tick. God, um, amazing. Yeah, there we go. Premier League. Woo! Uh, what's been happening? I went to Legoland. I didn't watch any of this. Uh, I've seen a bit. Football scores. Okay. Uh, let's do... Well, Adam's here. Adam's back and he's not got long left on his timer. Um, so, <laughs> Liverpool, Liverpool 2, Arsenal 2, Liverpool XG 3.9 to Arsenal's 1.4. Um, Ian, I'm gonna I'm going to need that jingle again. Oh my goodness, so early. Oh dear. Yeah, what what for the week again, I guess? Because Liverpool absolutely <laughs> fucking it. Um like full stored FC being terrible. Adam was what happened? What is this? Um yeah, so the first thirty minutes were quite good and what i'm going to focus on yeah i mean that's all that really matters you know yeah, yeah, yeah. all i ever really focus on i kind of turned off after that but no I, see arsenal go uh, act one it's where shakespeare stopped always <laughs> just called it a day and it was a shakespearean tragedy in in many ways um so yeah arsenal go two nil up after i think it was 30 minutes maybe slightly earlier than that uh the usual kind of route that seems to be not just what Arsenal target, but a lot of teams target Trent Alexander-Arnold. The space he leaves is cavernous. Um, and <laughs> Martinelli immediately, like, obviously figured that out. That was clearly a game plan um, to start off with. And Martinelli targeted him, targeted him very early on. Scored after eight minutes through a slightly fortunate deflection. Or maybe it's just a sign of VVD's form that he... Just passed it straight to him, and that's just what he's doing now. Um, Didn't get a dribble pass though, did he? No, that is true. <laughs> maybe that maybe that's all he's really concerned about now. He thought just to stop this from happening, give it yeah. straight to him in the box. That's the stats that matter. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no. So Martinelli assisted Jesus for the second. So I think it was quite clear that that um, the left channel of Arsenal and the uh, right flank of Man City, uh, Man City Liverpool. Um, was where a lot of the action was going to happen down. And then I suppose the action kind of continued down there because that is uh, where the, at least I think most people were saying the game turned when uh, Granite Xhaka well, and here we go. Trent so, Alexander-Arnold got a little bit unhappy. Two questions that every fucking broadcaster, uh, print journalist, anyone who talks about football has been asking uh, anyone to do with Arsenal, Adam, so I'll ask you, uh, why not? Um, one, was this uh, points dropped or a healthy point? And question two, uh, why did Zaka do this and is he a c- again? <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you bleep that one this week. <laughs> did you I didn't bleep it last week. You did let it, you let it through last week. I was very shocked. <laughs> oh dear. You're slipping. That's why the Americans dropped off. <laughs> yeah. I think had you offered me a point before the game, I would have taken it. So in that sense, I'm not too disappointed with the result and certainly the way the game ended I was like 
fucking Jesus Christ, stop the game now. So quite thankful for a point in the end. Um, uh, was this the turning point? Uh, is Xhaka a c- um, No, because I think, A, I kind of understand his reaction. Like he was, I think it was a foul by Canate on him beforehand. And then TAA kind of comes over and shoves him. So I get why he's angry. And then I think there was, uh, there's still like another minute of ball in play and there's another 10 Arsenal players on the pitch to stop the ball going in the net. It's not like every single Arsenal player was involved in a mass brawl and everyone lost their heads. It was one guy squaring up to another guy. Probably not the best idea. I obviously would prefer that he didn't do it, but was it the turning point? I I really don't think it was because I don't think you can say that then carried Liverpool through to when they scored their second goal in the 87th minute. Well, this is it. And this is what I was vaguely leading leading you into, Adam, because I saw you tweeting about it. So I already knew your opinion on it. And (laughs) I'm inclined to agree because in in my question, I I sort of mentioned every fucking podcast and broadcast. If I've, I've lost count of how many times I've heard poke the bear, poke the beast, wake the beast. Like... Who's the beast? It has been the Anfield beast, Chuck. Uh, what Anfield beast? Well, Biggest well, myth in what football <laughs> is is the atmosphere at Anfield. <laughs> well, yes, I'm I'm inclined to be with you there. There is um, uh, the the anyone who's been to the atmosphere of a, a, a smaller ground. Well, like Sellers Park, I imagine, uh, Chuck. You sort of you, you see atmosphere whenever you go. You know, so it sort of it it struck me that Adam's exactly right that. It, the the goal the goal was what ignited Anfield, and and yes, it did. You know there there was a marked change in atmosphere after that, but it was it wasn't. I I I totally agree with Adam that it wasn't that instant that changed it. That instant maybe fired some of the players up, perhaps, and 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 yes, that you know whatever. Maybe maybe some players took their eye off the ball, perhaps. But to to yeah, Jack has gone from. Villain to hero, and and some people want to turn him back into villain for just this one thing. It just seems mm. a bit ridiculous to me. It seems incredibly reductive. What impact do you think uh, the linesman elbowing Andrew Robertson in the face had on the crowd? <laughs> I, I think it had a big impact on Roy Keane. <laughs> yes, Roy Keane, the big baby. <laughs> Is that what Roy Keane called it? Well, well then, here he, we are, he ladies and gentlemen. Robertson, a big baby. Uh, uh, here I, here I am on Roy Keane's side. <laughs> Look at me over here. Well, I think what we've got what we've got to understand is that Andrew Robertson is an aggy little prick. He, he... the linesman <laughs> wanted him to fuck off, and you probably shouldn't be accosting referees all the time. So he raised his arm and shrugged it off and tapped him on the chin. He's like, help with me. Fuck off. Maybe don't accost officials at every turn. Exactly. I think he should get a free punch. The referee should get a free punch on one player every game. And no player knows who it's going to be or when he's going to cash it in. But it's like, I don't know, what colour card could we have? You, you um, said cash it in like it's money in the bank and you just get Howard Webb running down the tunnel. It yeah, just comes giant, over and heads Yes, with guy. a giant metal briefcase. The yeah. referee gets to hit a player around the face Amazing. with a giant metal briefcase. 
that's how it's webs music <laughs> fucking running down the tunnel yeah anyway um i think what we've got to remember is that it was it, it was a 50 it was a 50 50 and he hasn't gone out to injure the player um he's not that sort of linesman he's not in, he's not endangered um, the life of the player he's not endangered his life and uh, we should look at it like that really um no he he just he did elbow him in the chin because he was pissed off with him uh, this big uh fridge of a linesman he's absolutely massive um and uh quite enjoyable but um yeah he'll probably he'll, i mean they they've stuck in that he's not going to be uh officiating while they're looking into it i mean promote him i say put him champions league let's get him let's get more him. referees more referees doing that more referees doing that referees absolutely. should be allowed to do that they should they it, by the same token that they should have to come out and explain themselves they should be able to just push players the fuck away from them <laughs> Just be like, piss off. Why do I have to sit here? It's like the argument we have with fans abusing players, right? Fans are allowed to say whatever they want, but as soon as a player does anything, oh, well, this is it. It's ridiculous. They're supposed to be professional. And it's the exact same with players to the refs. Like, fuck them. Players deserve, <laughs> more players deserve to be elbowed in the face. I did enjoy a public the, service announcement in the Sky Sports studio where like Roy Keane did his little baby rant where they, they all left it hanging and then Roy Keane just again went baby <laughs> and then they all start laughing and even Roy Keane started like he couldn't help himself he knew he knew that that was fucking viral gold you know and he just he, yeah he couldn't help himself but uh yeah it was pretty funny. I mean, like, yeah, exactly what you say. You, this is like the logical conclusion of what happens when players just rush towards the referee. Of course, he's gonna get, he's gonna get some ban or something. And yeah, fair enough because you know violence is never the answer. But but bit funny, Robertson will think about doing it again, <laughs> he won't will, he? Exactly. exactly. Look at that. The consequences of your own actions <laughs> coming towards you in the space of a, in the, the the form of a Greek named fridge of a line. Constantine Hatsidakis. It's a good name, isn't it? Strong name. Yeah, really good name. Mm. Anyway, I'd like um, to go out for Souvlaki with him. <laughs> absolutely. Is that analysis? Is that what we've done there? Is that yeah, analysis? I'm bored of talking about Liverpool Arsenal. Sorry, Adam. Um, it's a hell of a game, though. <laughs> we've just mostly talked about the linesman. Well, and, you uh, said. You, well, do you, all right. Well, you just keep going then. I'll just no, sit no, no. here. I'm but just, don't you I, complain about us going too long, all right? No, no, I'm not. <laughs> I'm trying to drive this beast along. We've got sackings to talk about. Yes, okay. We've got stupid new managers to talk about. You know. Okay. I thought it was just interesting what. What Adam said that he would take a draw before and oh, after he was the game. Adam, Ian. Ian, we both knew he was lying to himself. Absolutely ridiculous. No, 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 Liverpool no, no, are no, fucking no, no. shit. This should have been three points in the bag for Arsenal. And you can no no me all you want, Adam. Ridiculous. Five thirty eight. Have it. Fifty eight forty two. Now it's really gone. Yeah, it's gone the other way now, isn't it? Well, one thing I will say that kind of does slightly talk to Chuck's point is, even though Liverpool were the better side in the second half and kind of the narrative is that they were absolutely peppering Arsenal all game. They didn't have a shot between the 57th minute and the 81st minute. It was only when Arsenal made substitutions in the 80th minute and we brought off Martin Odegaard and we brought on uh, a young centre-back called Jakob Kivior, switched to a back three and I think that kind of really put our... I think it set our shape out a little bit wrong. It allowed Liverpool the the advantage uh, in terms of territory and I think Arsenal just sat off a little bit too much and even then we had the chance right at the end of the game uh, if Martinelli just gets his pass to Saka right Saka's through one on one 
against Allison, which uh, which would have been a great chance. But hey ho. Dare, dare I say that that move that substitution really feels like Pep overthinking. Like, I know. Yeah, to be honest, do you think that's the substitution that lost you the title? It, oh. remi- to be honest, it reminded me more of Tottenham. To be honest, I thought it was a very Antonio Conte <laughs> thing to do. <laughs> I know. Sorry, Adam. That's just enjoyable. (laughs) No, actually, it's Tottenham. Is it? (laughs) Well, we strapped the bed, so you know. Well, the problem is for you that this week, in in the odds of, in the face of overwhelming adversity, um, I guess we can give them Burnley of the week. Oh well, we're doing an actual one. Okay. Yeah, go on. Why not? Better than they ought to be. Wait, scratch it. Oh, oh shit. What we, what never, we never mind, you can't get Burnley of the Week against Brighton. Every result against Brighton <laughs> is fully deserved. Tottenham 2, Brighton 1, <laughs> Tottenham <laughs> generating 0.8 XG to Brighton's 1.4. Um, what happened? Uh, referees have had to apologise to Brighton again. Don't apologise, fuck them. Uh, both managers got sent off. Uh, there should have been loads of penalties. Um, Stellini was just stood there, stood there stoically watching a, a, a fracas uh, occur to his left in yeah. complete contrast to his yeah. predecessor and friend Antonio Conte, who probably would have had the Zerbi by the throat um, and still got sent off with a full mug down to camera after it happened. Like, yeah. what the fuck? Well, OK, let's let's deal with the managers first then, because... That started before kickoff. Uh, apparently, did because, it? Yeah, Ooh, yeah. Before yeah. kickoff, Deserbi and Stellini were at, well. I was going to say at each other again. It was Deserbi. Apparently, it was something to do with um, an interview in the Italian press or, or or some comments in the Italian press where um, Stellini had been praising Potter um, to to the nth degree, like to a, to an offensive degree, apparently. And Deserbi wasn't happy with it. So yeah. So decided before kickoff he was going to have a pop about that, and then yeah, during the game all kicks off, and apparently um, Stellini was sent off for not controlling his bench, um, which well that that makes no sense. Don't leave the troublemakers there. Yeah, individual. You members. there, innocent bystander. You didn't stop this burglary. <laughs> to jail with you. Well, yeah, um, individual members of the bench can be sent off. So send them yeah. off. Like, it was very odd. Um, and Deserby was looking for needle all game, all game, and and he was fired up because this was one of the worst refereeing performances <laughs> I have ever seen. Yeah, and, funny. And that is uh, multiplied by VAR, uh, which obviously only has referees in front of it, annoyingly. Um, so it was it was just, yeah, it was very, very poor from the officials because, uh, I mean, how many incidents were there that you need to think about here? There was, um, uh, so there was Mitoma's goal that was um, chalked off when it was, very much controlled with this uh, above the sleeve, which I believe was what we were originally told uh, was that the t-shirt line weren't we told uh, for for handball? Yeah. I think uh, we were. Uh, to be honest, that was the least egregious of the all least of them. Egregious. To I'm me, to think of what the other ones were. So there was then, oh yeah, so there was uh, McAllister's goal that was uh, chalked off. That one actually felt the least to me because, uh, like I, I, well, I say that. Was it originally given as a goal? It was, wasn't it? 
And VAR's only supposed to get involved if there's a clear and obvious error. We all know this. There was a clear and obvious error. Brighton had scored. Stop it, Chuck. <laughs> Seriously, you have to stop it because you. Or if you see some of the fucking uh, things on, on this game... You, you Sorry, just... you clearly don't know me. No, I'm, <laughs> just thinking, no, I'm going to that stop, it. stop it. But you have to. Because I will serve was... my own agenda, sir. Oh, my word. And the then big, there was Dunk's The big ones, yeah. Pool. It was Dunk, Dunk's shirt pool and Matoma being uh, trodden on by course, Hoiberg. Yeah. Honestly, I was genuinely struggling to think of all of the incidents that yeah. there were Went where the Brighton got fucked. <laughs> Listen to you. Fucking hell. <laughs> he went for the ball, yeah, yeah. Went for the ball. Yeah. Well, but, and but missed he, it he and missed stood it. He got on his foot. foot. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was, it was foot to man. It was foot to man. <laughs> Sure. Honestly, Brighton got absolutely fucked here. And and it was great to see... Um, yeah, it uh, was great to see. End. <laughs> Finish some seconds. Yeah. So, uh, next game... No, I'm not um, letting you do this, Chuck. Not Chelsea yet. are still shit. And now they've got Frank Lampard. <laughs> Honestly, Sun scored his 100th goal. It was absolutely lovely. We're not going to let him have that. Done. There you go. Uh, why, why is Frank Lampard back? What? Yes, let's talk about that. Is this? <laughs> yes, let's talk about that. Go on, go on Adam. Let, let, I'll, let, I'll let you go because I don't know whether I have thoughts that are just um, Frank Lampard hatred uh, adjacent. So you uh, if you're expecting me to offer anything else, no, I mean, just I just here. want reinforcement, please. Well, I mean, obviously Wolves, <laughs> Wolves won one nil, and I'm shocked that Frank getting the club wasn't able to immediately turn around their fortunes. No, I thought because he knows the stadium, he knows the ground exactly, and he knows the play- well, not the players because they signed a whole bunch no, of different. new ones. <laughs> not any of them. Uh, he knows the coaching. St- oh wait, no, it's a different no, coaching different. staff. Yeah. But he knows the own. Uh, it's a different owner and a different hierarchy in mm. the board. Um, Actually, Chuck, you're right. He just knows which toilets don't block. That is, he it. literally <laughs> just knows the stadium. That is about it because everything else at Chelsea has changed. Yeah, but the problem is this was at Molyneux, so even that oh, he couldn't. <laughs> he couldn't. He couldn't even lend on that knowledge. You know, he, he had absolutely mm. no chance. They appointed him. He's a home manager. They should have appointed an away manager and a home manager. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Chelsea were Chelsea were just like genuinely awful. They're so and the biggest problem with Potter's uh, Chelsea was the kind of lack of final product and lack of finishing of their chances. But I mean, at least they created chances. Chelsea had one shot on target against Wolves, who before this game were still very much in the relegation fight. And mm. I, I have no idea how anyone thought. I get the emotional aspect for Chelsea fans that they're happy to have Frank Lampard back and that the time on the Potter hasn't been enjoyable for them. But if you look at it objectively and take that emotion out of it, I, I really don't understand how Frank Lampard is a good appointment from a football perspective in, in any way. Like okay. it, he changed the formation to a back four and he put Kukurea at left back. It's like he's been underwhelming for them. He put Conor Gallagher in midfield and sort of tried to recreate, basically must have said to him, Go and do what I used to do because Conor Gallagher was like trying his hardest, bless him, but not not really pulling anything off. Um, his passing was a, a pretty wayward. Um, and then he had a front three of Havertz, Sterling and Felix. It's like individually as part of a different system, they might be able to work, but there just doesn't appear to be any cohesion between the three of them. And yeah, it was just really, really dreadful yeah. stuff. 
I, I stand by everything I said last week that I don't see why, you know, because when we recorded last time, I think Potter had been sacked, mm. but um, like had just been sacked that day. Um, sorry, but Ian's already dated it, so it's fine. Yes, yeah, um, <laughs> I've got not got a leg to stand on. So. That that you know that I stand by the situation of okay, fair enough. That there's no one really you can get in good enough now that's going to build to the future, and then you know you have to kind of get a firefighter or something. But I don't understand what. What does Lampard achieve between now and the end of the season that Graham Potter wouldn't have? Mm. You know what I mean? Like, I, there's there's no there's no track record of him sorting out a situation or being able to deal with anything or do anything other than know maybe the tea lady at this point, um, it, yeah. it, or which toilet doesn't block, as Ian so eloquently put it. Um, it's important, right? <laughs> the, what it doesn't make any fucking sense. No, no, there's no way and. Adam, you say about the emotional connection and Chelsea fans being happy. I think it's more rival fans being happy that Frank Lampard's there than Chelsea fans being happy um, because it just gets worse. They they don't they don't climb the table from here. I don't see how it does. Um, well, he failed at Chelsea. He failed at Everton. He failed you. at Derby. Yes. Yes. He's yes. He just. <laughs> it, but but yet in true fucking Tory style, he's just back. He's yeah. just back, guys. Yeah, he's, with a load of money. Yeah, um, it's. Absolutely baffling. Epitome of an English person failing upwards. Um, I yeah, I was going to play Oscar's thing, but I will just quickly come in with my opinion, which echoes Chuck's entirely. He's never done anything that makes me think that there's any any reason to because, as we said, the only reason you do this is to bring someone in who can win you the Champions League, and. Sure, it worked. With they're, about play, they're about to play Real Madrid this week. <laughs> but like, of, like, I just—he's never succeeded anywhere. And Oscar will say and might say in the voice clip that I'm about to play that I haven't listened to that <laughs> um, <laughs> um, that he didn't get his chance fully at Chelsea. But the fact is that he hasn't succeeded anywhere, and that includes Chelsea. Now, maybe he was cut short, but that includes Chelsea. He was not doing anything that could even vaguely be described as successful. So he hasn't succeeded at Derby. He hasn't succeeded at Chelsea. He hasn't succeeded at Everton, exactly what Chuck said. Let's listen to Oscar. Right, let's get this out of the way, uh, because the real story at Chelsea is obviously not whatever happens this weekend. But Frank being hired... He recorded um, this last week. If you're a Chelsea fan and you're angry about this, you're actually just angry that we hadn't given up on the season yet, or rather you hadn't given up on the season yet. It's been nothing but vibes for weeks. Have you listened to any of these? Um, why wouldn't we pick Frank? <laughs> obviously, the season is done. Nothing matters about the results. We're not going to get relegated. We're not going to make Europe anyway. We just need vibes, and we need someone who's pretty decent with youth players. And last time around, he gave us Reese James and Mason Mount. And hey, maybe he'll get Mason Mount to sign a new contract. This is great. This is a good thing. There's zero expectations on Frank, so who cares if he loses a bunch? He just gets to come in and be the guy who made everyone happy again. And for Chelsea fans, who else better to fix the vibes than literally our greatest of all time player? Michael Jordan wants to coach the Bulls for half a season, even if he's going to suck, you hire Michael Jordan to coach the Bulls for half a season. Derp. Um, I know this went long. Chuck's going to be angry, but I don't care. This is a really big story. I'm sad I'm not on the show to defend him. Um, go Chelsea. This is great. I'm very happy about this. Yay. Okay, I think we need to check in on him. Um, yeah. He's clearly not in a good place, guys. No, the thing is, I, 
you know, no no one loves Oscar more than me, and specifically, no one loves free accommodation in America more than me. But <laughs> but <laughs> but I I I, je- I just don't understand this. That's insane. This take, I I I don't, and and I think bringing through Mason Mount is an interesting one. He had him at Derby on loan, so he he, he knew that he knew he was a good player. That Chelsea's loan army is always going to produce good youth players. I don't I I the league stuff because like I get I do get what Oscar's saying about the league. There's no there's no good things happening in the league, but. Yeah, that's exactly it. So you could have given Potter... So you could have left him, the manager who was given time. He was given a five-year contract. He was given all these fucking players. Players that are sat in the corridors getting changed. (laughs) Players that don't have chairs at team meetings. Players that are having to play in second nine versus nine games to do it. It, It's fucked. (laughs) It's absolutely fucked. There's no way that, that just serious that it ridiculous. The only reason to change manager was the five percent or lower chance of winning the Champions League, and that requires someone who is proven, who knows what they. And it's not Frank. And I just think vibes aren't enough to take you from that five percent chance of winning the Champions League. But how to does he get good it. vibes? How does he get good vibes? What is that? He's he's a bad he's a bad manager. The the fans are toxic. They're going to keep playing like absolute shit. He's not going to know any of these players. And it, and again, if if it is to get vibes from certain players, he's only going to pick certain players, which is only going to alienate and ostracize their monstrous squad. Where are we going to be? If you're a Chelsea fan next season, you are going to have a new manager with a presumably shitload of new players from the summer transfer window as well. And I just, I, I, the thinking behind this is beyond, I, I, I just genuinely don't understand it. I don't even understand it from a Todd Bowley. It's a full admittance and a full acknowledgement that so far you've fucked up everything for me. That's it. I compare it the exact same as Palace getting Hodgson in. It's the exact same. It's a completely having to show publicly now we had no fucking clue. We've fucked it by not backing the manager or doing things in the wrong way or not having a coherent strategy that's over-encompassing. And now we're just having to do something for a reason. Palace's side is obviously to try not to get relegated. The fixtures turned anyway, so you know I'm going to still maintain that it, it probably would have happened anyway. Like that, all those players are there. Nothing's really changed. But for Chelsea, what if your season's done? Okay, well then clearly he's just got free hit. Honestly, we should try in the next week or so. We should try and get Oscar on with the th- the three of us and uh, to to talk it out because I, I feel yeah. like giving him a I one minute. No, but honestly, I feel like I feel like if we berate him enough, he might change his mind. <laughs> <laughs> we need to go on. We need to get him public, and we need to go on the attack. No, but <laughs> give, giving him one minute in a voice memo, which was recorded before the Wolves result. Not that he will necessarily change his opinion based on that, obviously. But I just feel like it's unfair. Like uh, you know, uh, we need to give him. We need to give him some right of reply more than the voice note because but I I only am going for it Oscar and I'm talking directly to you now I'm only going for you Oscar on this thing because you are literally the only person I've heard Say and Ian knows upwards of 27 people. Lot, and, and Ian knows lots of Tories. So Exactly. People just like Frank. <laughs> and, if they're out, and if they're out on him. And, and I don't I haven't heard anyone 
other than Oscar say this is a good idea. So I, or not even a good idea, an acceptable idea. So yeah. I just, I, I, I think, yeah, we'll, we'll pop a pin in this. We'll, we'll genuinely, I'd love to see if some point in the coming weeks we can get the four of us on a pod and we can talk it out with him because I'd love, I'd love to know beyond just vibes because we've talked about, you know, the vibes don't win you a Champions League. Maybe they do. Di Matteo won a <laughs> They have to be really, really fucking good vibes. <laughs> you know what I mean. Anyway. Like it needs to be really good and it needs to be sustained. You can't just create, there's no vibes. Yeah. There's not even the seed of vibe that you could water and grow into the plant of vibe at the moment. It's just a fucking barren, salted wasteland. Yeah. I, I'm inclined to agree. I'm inclined to agree. Now, uh, Chuck, you briefly mentioned Palace there and I think yeah. it is, I know you're, you're, you're out on them, but. Yep. 5-1. So 5-1 to Leeds. A very similar game in a way to the uh, Arsenal-Liverpool uh, one in that it was a total game of two halves. Um, Leeds were probably upset to not score more, more than one goal in the first half. And then Palace just went to town on them. Um, now, you've you've mentioned about the, the fixture change, which we all knew was coming. I mean, we've been talking... Me, me and you have been talking about this for a while now that... Um, uh, Palace's fixtures are going to change and uh, you, your run-in is absolutely brilliant. So if you could just stay sort of roughly where you were, you'd be absolutely fine because just naturally through fixtures. So um, Hodgson Ball is not going to get any love from you. I know that. But is the fact that you're out on, on Palace at the minute... Um, what I'm, uh, what how do I want to articulate this? What I'm saying Were you is wrong, Chuck. No, no, no. I, I, don't, <laughs> I don't because I know he's disappointed to see Vieira go, and I get yeah. that. But like Hodgson's coming as a temporary appointment. I presume he's there's no chance of him getting the job. Um, one now there's you're every, up. There's every chance of him getting. Is the job. that the main worry? This do is you, my do you issue. Think that? Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Okay, really? Yep. Wow, because I. I mean, obviously, I think things are sort of trending upwards slightly. Uh, and like you say, and points, like you guys have been saying... Points are a, are a trend. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. And I kind of just assumed that would be a... Six points away from Chelsea. Well, exactly. And I said this to you guys. I, I, there's not a 0% chance Palace finish above at Chelsea, given the I'm fixtures. not even going to be able to enjoy it, guys, because it's going to be Hodgson. I'm not even going to be able to enjoy come it. On. If we, especially if we get Oscar back on the pod at the end. <laughs> Come on, Jack. Not even going to be able to enjoy it. I'll enjoy it. What the fuck? You can enjoy it. That's fine. I'm dead inside. <laughs> All this dust. Oh, man. Okay. Sorry, Adam, I interrupted you. <laughs> no, no, no. It's fine. I was more just reacting to the fact that Chuck thinks there's a chance um, Hodgson could get it at the end of the season. Because, I mean, even in this game, Leeds were like very firmly on top for the first, like you say, it was a bit like the Arsenal-Liverpool game for the mm. first sort of 30, 40 minutes. Bamford scored what feels like his first goal in absolutely ages. It was a really, really good header. Genuinely feels like he gets one a season. <laughs> yeah, no, it, well, he's only fit for like two games a season. <laughs> yeah, exactly, so that yeah. makes sense. Um, it's quite a good return then, one in two. <laughs> Shearer levels. <laughs> <laughs> but then the second half comes about and Jordan Ayew the world's greatest striker. Who knew it? Reborn. Is that the first time in a Premier League game he's scored two goals? It must be. I don't even know if that's true, but I'm saying it is. Cool. I mean, almost certainly. We've fully indoctrinated Adam if he's just making up stats now. 
<laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm here for it, yeah. Yeah, I mean, Elise was um, absolutely beautiful to watch all, all second half. He was, he was so good. Only slightly uh, upset me because he was first on my bench in FPL. Uh, so to watch him turn out a hat-trick of assists was... Um, most upsetting for me personally and just indicative of my FPL fucking season this thus far. I just wanted to check in with you, Chuck. That it's just because I, I know more pain's coming. That's it. That's why I can't enjoy this. The pain of a Hodgson season. Yeah, I can't enjoy it only being him only being there till the end of season. So therefore, I can't enjoy this because it, it's just all going to get taken away from me. So with, here's a hypothetical for you. Would you rather be in the Premier League under Roy Hodgson for next season or be relegated and there's no chance he manages you next season. Oh, no chance of Hodgson. I just got a little I just I just got a little spile on my face. <laughs> oh, and in your pants. Championship football. Palace Peterborough. Oh, it's all happening. <laughs> I mean, if there there's got to be a way for us to get the final mop derby out of the way. We've had all the, we've we've had all the other permutations. Okay, uh, well we can we can spin through a couple of other games. I imagine um, Villa are fucking Champions League form under uh, Unai Emery, and two uh, 0 to Nottingham Forest to look increasingly like it is. Uh, good night, Vienna, for them. Uh, are they going to keep hold of Steve Cooper for the championship? They should, but will they? I'm surprised he's still there now, to be honest. If they were going to make the change, they'd have done it by now, wouldn't they? Well, you'd think that with the international break, and then you look at what Leicester did. Leicester had the international break, left Rodgers in, and then waited another two games and then fired him. Yeah. You know, that like, is the most inexcusable thing for me. I, it annoys me so much when clubs do that. It's like, yeah. you've had so much time to make this yeah. decision. One game shouldn't radically alter your perception of the direction a manager is taking your club in. It, yep. it really shouldn't. Um, but I suppose Cooper's probably in the weird position is if he does get sacked by Forrest, there's probably a club that stays up in the Premier League that would look to appoint him. I wouldn't be surprised because we've been linked with him before if, if he was to go to Palace, if Forrest were relegated. Palace have tried tried with Cooper before. Um, and you know his track record what he did with Swansea previously was really good a lot of young players England uh, under 17 World Cup that kind of thing mm. I can see that at any or any club that's looking at a kind of academy type thing yeah um, and pushing that I can see him coming in it's funny with some managers how they leave a, a club like Brendan Rodgers I feel like he could weirdly get a better club than Leicester for his next appointment and mm. yet Potter's going to get a worse club than Chelsea and then I mean and you've got various other sort of sackings and you just think where are they gonna gonna slot in yeah I don't know it's 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 very it's very weird with the 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 managerial situation at the minute um because then you've got Gary O'Neill total unknown we were taking the piss uh out of him as a competition winner for Bournemouth and he's showing good stuff I mean Bournemouth were way better than the 1-0 for yeah, for true. against Leicester, but that is maybe a also a, a, a indication of how absolutely fucking woeful Leicester were. De- Dean Smith's Leicester, no less. What's happened with Leicester this week? We've had Potter said no. Jesse Marsh originally looked like he was nailed. Potter for said it. no. Jesse Marsh had talks. They were looking at Rafa Benitez. So obviously they end up with Dean Smith. <laughs> yeah, they end up with Dean Smith. <laughs> but uh, Marsh said, "Oh." 
No, because um, I don't think they're set up for the championship. It was the was the well, not the quote, oh. but the, the oh, the what, ru- a di- what a great dig! The rumor I heard they're not they're not even set up for the championship because we all know they're going to lose a shitload of players from out of contract and, uh, and various the, or last year of contract who are going to be looking mm. for a way out if they get relegated. Uh, Five thirty eight have got them at um, a coin flip basically for relegation now. I just. It, it, it's it's a weird one with man- managerial merry-go-rounds and, and how it works out. So once somehow David Moyes is still in his job. So we're you know <laughs> it's 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 unbelievable at the bottom there, and we've seen such a such a mad season um, of of sackings and stuff. It, it's God, just... yeah, just looking at it, that Leicester team gets fucking gutted if it goes oh. to the. Goes Mate, down. Obviously, it's all about the finances of of of, of the uh, the owners who were massively hit by COVID because it's all tourism that they rely on, uh, specifically um, in Thailand, isn't it? And 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 yeah, yeah. Thailand's tourism was just absolutely decimated from COVID. So I mean, yeah, they they just lost all ability to think about even re-upping contracts, you know, and and so that's where we are now, and that. You know that's why they lost Casper Schmeichel and with with no decent goalkeeper replacement, and then Jamie Vardy's coming to the end of his useful lifespan as a footballer. Um, but you know he'll be on Disney Plus documentary soon, so it'll be fine. Yes. Uh, <laughs> um, and yeah, they'll lose Madison and presumably for no money at all. But uh, it's it's yeah, it's Madison, T. Elements, it, uh, Tete that they just brought in, fantastic winger. Yeah. Uh, Harvey Barnes will probably go. Yeah. One of the Nacho or Daka will go, or both. Oh, um, who else? Castagna, um, Ricardo Pereira. They, they could get relegated and then gutted, and then Christ knows. Imagine if they went through the trapdoor. Imagine <laughs> if they went through the trapdoor like a Sunderland trapdoor. Yeah, it, you could absolutely it's not out of the question. see a scenario where it happens. Or Dean Smith could um, save them like Pearson, and then next year they win the Premier League. Listen, I said it last week. I must have known because I brought up Dean Smith last week. Has a decent hairline. Lovely mm. Midlands accent. You know, he's mm. there. He's got all of the boxes that need to be ticked. <laughs> Those two. Yeah. Okay. You know. Yeah. No, two big boxes. Pep's, yeah. Pep's, Pep's not got them, has he? Yeah. Bald fraud. Sorry, so, I, you nearly got a spit take out of me there. He's certainly, <laughs> not, he's certainly not got those two boxes ticked. What a fucking idiot. <laughs> exactly. Um, Bournemouth kind of, uh, just to kind of round out a bit of the kind of relegation chat, obviously Bournemouth have kind of pulled their way out of it. Leeds, we're not too sure at the minute. Southampton, Suave McTurtleneck, RIP, we hardly knew ye. Um, they're at 80%. Chances are that's, that's not a he situation like that's... Broken man after the Man City game, but very well dressed. Very well dressed, a very well dressed broken man, but yeah, sure, mm-hmm. yeah, a very um, professional job, I guess, of a four-one. Bless City, giving him a goal. Um, the main Harlan thi- doing bicycle kicks he doesn't even need to do. I mean, but the the main thing that all those teams around there have that, like Forest, don't have, for example, is that all the other teams play each other so there's lots of opportunities for points um forest down there the only team they play is southampton um that's below them whereas um if we shift to southampton i did just have it up sorry um southampton still have to play bournemouth uh, they play forest as well so there's a couple there that's why they're down um leeds play leicester they play um everton so you know a lot of opportunities to get points there that 
probably messes up the the percentages mm. um, and, and skews them in in their favour. Yeah, Leicester still have Wolves, Leeds, Everton um, to play West Ham as well. Who you know, David Moyes is still there at time of recording, but who knows? <laughs> um, a win, well done. They done a win. One nil um, at Fulham yeah. <laughs> against Fulham. <laughs> And then European form at the other end is Newcastle, who are now 85% to qualify for the Champions League. Yeah. Um, with Man United at 79. And then a steep drop-off down to your Tottenham, Brighton, Liverpool. Um, that team is just going to be a juggernaut. Fucking ugh. Yeah, I mean, considering where they're already at, that is just scary. Yeah, when they actually start flexing the financial muscles. Yeah. Although Ivan Tony missed the penalty. That's the he real did. story here, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. That was weird. Yeah. It's How weird much that... did that hurt you? Well, not at all, because I had a bet on it. I heard on some uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> I heard on some forum that he might <laughs> he might miss a penalty. Um right. <laughs> uh, no. Allegedly. We go now to a Mr. I Tony from Middlesex. <laughs> Ivana Tonetto. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, fair play to him for stepping up for the second one though obviously that was the first one he's missed in the Premier League first one he's missed since he played for Peterborough actually he, he didn't miss one for Brentford in the Championship either um, so yeah, it was in the 30s wasn't it in a row yeah it was I think cra- so. crazy good good form and yeah fair play to him for stepping up for the second one um, yeah god Brentford are going to miss him when the inevitable man comes in they, they really are uh, because he's been he's been superb for him. I mean, I hope they've got a, I hope they've got a backup plan. <clears throat> um, I did. I, this is an absolute side issue, just because you know I love the soap opera of the post matches. But um, Thomas Frank uh, afterwards uh, was brilliant when asked about New, Newcastle and uh, the performance they'd uh, put in, and he just goes, "Oh yeah, yeah, sixty three million pound uh, Isaac. Yeah, yeah, he'll do that." <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like, well, I thought that when you when you were saying they haven't spent crazy money the yeah. other week, it's like yeah, they spent thirty. Like, wasn't Joe Linton like forty? Um, I know he was bad before. Gimarage was like thirty eight. Um, they spent twenty million for Chris Wood for fuck's sake. It was instantly gone. Forty million on Gordon just in January yeah. or something like that. Yeah, Anthony okay. Gordon. Joe Willock was thirty million. When you rack it up like that. I couldn't afford it. Like, when you do the numbers. <laughs> yeah. When you present the numbers of this edition problem. <laughs> you can use facts to prove anything that's even remotely true. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that that's a good point. But you you, you know what I'm saying. Um, maybe it's not just the levels of when, um, you know, Man City got t- took over and uh, Rubinho got signed for 30 million and I lost my mind. I was like, 30 million for a player? That's yeah. absolutely outrageous. <laughs> Um, I think it's they haven't done anything dumb yet, basically. Like they've spent, they might right. have spent a lot of money. They've spent it quite smartly. Yeah, yeah. And they haven't. It's annoying, isn't it? It's annoying. Yeah, it's <laughs> really <laughs> annoying. And it's Eddie Howe as well. I just hate that, all of that. That must stick in your craw specifically. Oh, f- <laughs> fucking hate him. Yeah. Um, well, there we go. That's game week thirty. Tick. Lovely. Um, we don't have a quiz because Ian gave up. Um, <laughs> next week's games: Villa, Newcastle, Chelsea, Brighton, Everton, Fulham, Southampton, Palace, Spurs, Bournemouth, Wolves, Brentford, Man City, Leicester, West Ham, Arsenal, Forest, Man United, and Leeds. Liverpool. Say goodbye, Adam. Goodbye. Enjoy your. Hopefully, you're out of captivity soon. Not going to lie. Say goodbye, Ian. <laughs> See ya. And big thanks to our producer patrons: Nate, Jeff, Andy, Tom. Sam. Cheers. That's all of it. Bye. Captivity like I'm in some sort of zoo at the airport.
Yeah. <laughs> so just, it... just hope he doesn't breed. <laughs> <laughs> With myself. Wait, there's a zoo at the airport? 